Let's cut through the mainstream financial advice out there. This is your quick financial tip from your rich uncle. Really focus on the big rocks as opposed to the things that don't really move the needle. Yeah, at some point, these things which you maybe should jot down or just check out on the YouTube channel, take a screenshot yourself for later, are things that I call optimizing. Let's get the big rocks out of the way. But just in case you want to know what I'm talking about and you're somebody who likes to focus on the small stuff, which I personally did at one time myself, again, that's putting your money into tax-deferred accounts such as IRAs, solo Ks, or playing around even Roth IRA accounts. All that stuff just shifts the taxes around. And if you've taken a look at some of my other stuff on my past podcasts, you guys can check that out at simplepassivecashflow.com slash QRP. I really explain the reasons why there's no reason that you should be in any of these kind of so supposedly tax shelter accounts, unless your net worth is, I would say four or five plus million net worth, or you want to really hold non-real estate assets for some strange reason. The next kind of item here is timing your game harvest. If you've suffered a loss in crypto, which you probably did in the last couple of years, wouldn't be a bad idea to sell the assets and buy it right back. Crypto and taxes are its infancy. There's not really this like 30-day wash rule that you have with stock. I guess you can make lemon with lemonade or and get the deduction there. But that's another. The other one is income shifting. The whole paying your kids concept. The whole idea is your kids don't make as much money and you're in there in a lower tax bracket as you. Therefore, if you throw them a bone, throw them like five, six grand, you can shelter some taxes that way at their lower tax rate as opposed to your higher tax rate. And again, here's where I'm talking about like small ball kind of things. Whoop de do if you save 10% on your taxes on that six grand, right? Yeah, you're saving money and I don't want to poo-hoo this. But again, these are small ball type of activities. Even smaller than that, buying things that you may need for your business or your real estate rentals or helping you become a better investor. Maybe an iPhone, maybe a printer, some iPads, maybe even a watch for all I know, right? It has to be reasonable when part of your business. Running these things through your business is a great way to pay for things that you would have bought anyway and gotten a sort of discount on it because it was a deduction. Now, when you really add this stuff up, does it really move the needle? No, it doesn't. And it is the same thing like, buying a rental property next to, you know, your relative's house, your family's house. And I always tell people like, yeah, it makes sense. But like really how much money you're really going to, is the Delta there? How much money when you go to see grandma's house, you really spend there to be able to deduct and justify to, I would much rather be in a better location, better some market, or even a better value add deal, like a syndication. Who cares if it's next to grandma's house and where you can get the write off some personal things right there. And this is another example. Play the big game, the big picture, and this is these small ball activities. The last thing that I think a lot of business owners will do is like an S-corp strategy where they're playing the salary dividend. As W-2 workers or 1099, most of you guys are getting killed with a pseudo-fuda-fica, self-employment taxes, which get added on top of your federal and state taxes. But when you have an S-corp, you're able to carve off salary portion 
And then the dividend portion, the dividend portion is the portion that doesn't have to be subjected to those extra layer of taxes. Kind of a cool thing. But again, these are small ball activities. Those extra taxes might mean an extra 10, 15%, but on how much? Like a hundred grand? Yeah, I guess that might move the needle. It might move the needle if you're, you're moving $500,000 in the dividends. But at that point, probably better have spent minding something else. Lane is not a lawyer CPA, but the dude did quit his engineering job and now owns thousands of rental properties. Learn more about the secrets of the wealthy. Join our community at thewealthelevator.com slash club. And if you're looking for a longer form podcast, also subscribe to the Wealth Elevator podcast.